What is going on, good people? Welcome on in to the Declaration Podcast. My name is Ty DeClaire. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Come on in. Thank you so much. First, I'd like to thank Patreon over in the squad. We have Liam Nolan at Liam Nolan, Boyan Antonoff at Boyan V Antonoff, and Matt Nafe at Matt Nafe. Thank you all so much. Over in the Angels, we have Chris Pierce at Chris Pierce 103. Go pick up some litter, give the world a hug, do your part today for the environment. We only get one. Also like to thank Mason Tim at MT underscore the underscore RMT. Go get your body right. Go get a massage from Mason, the best damn massage therapist in Ottawa. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash the declaration online. We'd love to have you over there. And uh, it was great. I, I can guarantee that Mason is back and probably taking clients because we hung out together. Not only that. Mason, Chris, Matt, Boyan, Liam, the whole crew from Ottawa came through, stayed for a week. They drove here. Crazy. Um, and yeah, we we hung out. We did the thing. They did the tourist thing. I had to balance work and friends and everything else going on. So it was definitely an adjustment. We'll get into that first for the mental health check this week. Uh, it's currently Tuesday at 8.20 a.m., so your boy's cutting it close today. Um, it, it's just been one of those weeks where not necessarily things are going one way or another. It's just, I'd rather sleep. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. It, it pretty much happened from when um, the second group of our friends got here Monday morning at 6 a.m., after a weekend full of hangs with the first group of friends that got here. So 6 a.m. Monday, everyone shows up to my house. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I guess I'm up. And then, all right, I guess I'm working. And then work ended up being very busy this week as well. So stressful week with increased socialization after a period of no socialization. And then... Just kind of add on top of that, just, you know, the, the normal difficulties of being a human, right? And doing what, you know, I need to do for me to make sure that I'm coming back my best self, aka sleeping, eating, exercising, all those good things. A lot of that can go by the wayside if you're having a stressful week, if there's a change in your routine, if there's people you'd rather hang out with. And lucky for me, I had all three. So um, I noticed, you know, after, um, you know, everyone took off on Sunday, as like the Saturday was winding down, I did feel, you know, obviously some sadness, obviously knowing that I'm going to feel a bit of an emotional hangover the next day. But just knowing that, okay, that was illuminating. That showed me that even if situations change, I still need to take my health, my self-care as a priority and can't let it take a back burner. Because even if, you know, I feel like, uh, I want to hang out, I want to do that, I also need to sleep. Because if I don't sleep, I'm not going to be a great human. <laughs> I'm going to be less efficient, less um, less on the ball. 
So all in all, really, really happy that I was able to see the people that I care and all about so much and, you know, made some new memories out and, um, you know, out, out on the East coast here. Just very happy. Um, yeah. But, you know, as this is going on, you know, I know in the last couple shows, we've just talked about, you know, the difficulty with keeping up with what I want to do routine-wise, goal-wise, just, you know, some of the, the difficulties that we're having in this, um, you know, as we move forward through COVID, whatever the next steps look like, whatever being a human looks like at this stage, moving through that and just trying to adjust to it. I find it's it's been very easy not only to feel resistance, but just to simply feel lost. So I've noticed this feeling of of you know lost in you know many parts of my day, but really what I've been able to kind of streamline it to is I'm feeling lost some of the time because one, I'm not having a ton of forward thinking. I'm finding a lot of my thoughts, a lot of my interests, a lot of my attention is going to either the past or here and now. And obviously, you know, here and now trying to deal with what's coming up and just trying to stay afloat and trying to, you know, manage as I can. And that's fine. And then, you know, staring at the past, you know, just trying to learn what I can. And and I guess that, but if there's no forward thinking, then there's no goals, there's no direction, there's no path or, I don't know, outline of what I need to do. And, you know, for most of my life as a kid, everything was laid out for me. You're doing this, you're doing that, and you're going to like it. Okay, I'll do it. And, you know, bless my parents, they did what they could with what they had and they gave me the best childhood that they knew how. And, you know, that involved a lot of sports and involved a lot of, um, a lot of sports. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. a lot of sports, a lot of, um, you know, just, just doing the things that will give me an opportunity later on. And, you know, a part of that was I didn't have to think too, too hard about what my goal was. Cause I knew what my goal was. I wanted to go to school. I wanted to have my school paid for by sports and, you know, that, that was about the extent of my goal. I think at that time I might have wanted to been a, a pharmacist or what else was at that time? A pharmacist or an RCMP officer. That was when I was graduating. I wanted to do that. That didn't happen. But the point is, when I was younger, I didn't I, I didn't really, really have to develop my goal setting behaviors because mostly my goals were, if not dictated, just monitored and tweaked by those around me and now that's not like that and for the last year and a half it's definitely felt like we've been in survival mode as humans and I think there's a big difference between survival mode and then you know being your own catalyst for a transition or for an action Right. Survival mode. We're not thinking about tomorrow. We're thinking about right here, right now. How do we get through this situation? How do we survive to the next day? And that's all that really matters. Yet we live in a a world where, hey, 
no matter what's going on, it doesn't really take a break. And your goals, your self-care, whatever those things may be that are taking a slide, they're still important and they're still going to be there. And it's still important that you give an effort in those areas. And for me, that's what I'm finding difficult is being my own catalyst through, I don't know, if it's transitioning from survival mode. You know, at times it can still feel like it's March 2020 and things are just getting started. And then you blink and you realize, oh, wow, it's been, what, a year and a half? So I, I do think that there's still a lot of survival mode going on for me. And I think that's, you know, a very understandable reason why it's hard to have forward thinking, to have solid goal setting, to have a direction right now. And I'm certain that I'm not the only one that feels this way, as always. If you feel a certain way, it's very likely someone else feels the same way that you do. And I know that it's been a tough year and a half, and not even that, like whatever. Put that date wherever you need it to be. It's been tough. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, I think we've all experienced survival mode. I think we've all experienced, you know, some difficulty in being our own catalyst these days. But even though it's been tough, this too shall pass. We're going to work through whatever we got to work through. We're going to get through the difficulties. We're going to laugh. We're going to cry. We're going to smile. And we're going to be presented with the next thing in life. What I want (laughs) is to be able to influence that direction as much as possible. And I know the best way to do that is goal setting. Because if we don't have goals, we don't have a direction. If we don't have a direction, we don't know what our next steps could, should, would, I don't know, <laughs> will, will be, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, we, we, <laughs> we have this tool and I know that I haven't been using it and I see the benefits in using it. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about goal setting. Let's, let's get you a, a quick overview of what goal setting is. I'll get you back to your week and we can get back to this whole transitioning past survival mode thing. So you may have heard this before. Don't stop me if you haven't, because this is a podcast, but smart goals. Basically, it's a five step process to goal setting to make sure that, hey, your goals are doable or in the right spot or coming from the right place. Because it's very easy to give a flippant or non-attainable or just inefficient goal. And like we can see, you know, is even without goals, we're going to be moving forward in one way or another. So the more specific, the more actionable, the more relevant a goal that we can give, the better outcomes we'll probably have. So the first of this whole smart goal thing is number one, specific. The goals we make have to be specific. Okay. If we're giving flippant examples of things that we want, we're going to get flippant results, right? If my goal is I want to be the best, what the heck does that mean? How do you like, okay, what are, in what context are we talking? What is the best? Uh, is that athletically, spiritually, socially, emotionally, physically? Like, what does that look like? 
I, I want to be the best. Okay. In what arena? In, you know, in, in sports, in, in school? The more specific we can be, the better, <laughs> just the, the easier time we're going to have with this whole thing because we're going to know exactly what we're trying to attain and what we're trying to achieve. So a more specific goal, let's say, let, let's say we're talking about football. Okay, so a very specific goal would be, I want, well, not a very specific, but a specific goal would be, I want to be the leading tackler in my football league this year. Okay, cool. So we are more specific. I went from, I want to be the best to, I want to be leading in tackles. So if we just stop right there, right, let's imagine a person was equipped themselves with the goal of, I want to be the best. When they're going into training, when they're trying to apply different sort of actions to make this goal happen, their efforts could be a little discombobulated, a little inefficient. Um, I think it would raise more questions than answers as to how do I move forward. Whereas if the goal is I want to be the leading tackler in my football league, you at least have a direction of, okay, I should work on these areas, whether that be technique, whether that be, you know, weightlifting to get your body in a position when you're in those situations that you have the best chance of making a tackle because you're physically prepared and ready and hopefully more powerful than your opponent. Um, yeah, and when you're reviewing games, when you're reviewing film, when you're reviewing your own practice in your own head, you can kind of self-monitor of, okay, for the whole tackling goal, Am I in the right spot? Am I doing what I need to do to put myself in the right position to, uh, you know, to reach this goal? Am I doing what I can for myself, basically? And as you, we go through these next four, goodness, there's four more. Okay. <laughs> as we go through these next four, I hope that it kind of becomes more, the more questions we ask, the more specific we can be about the specificness of our goal. When we're able to achieve all five of these things, that's where the process kind of takes us takes takes us by the hand and pulls us forward into our goal rather than us trying to be more of the again the catalyst to get this whole goal thing, goal thing started the point is to create a routine that brings us forward we don't have to you know apply much effort at all we just do it and the more specific the more smart we can be in our goal setting the easier that becomes Okay, number one, the specific number two in SMART goals is measurable. Our goals need to be measurable, meaning we need to know exactly what we need to achieve to achieve. So set another way is a number. Put a number, put a measurement onto your goal. So just kind of flash to another one and then we'll come back to our one, right? If I said, all right, let's swim. First one there wins. Okay, so where's there? Okay, it's 200 meters away. Okay, so the first one to get to 200 meters wins. Yes, perfect. We put a measurement on it. We put a unit of space, of time, whatever, to get there. We know that what is the measurement for success or non-success of this goal. And I just pretty much laid it out right there. 
this is important because we need to know if we're making progress, if we've achieved, if we've come up short, if we've achieved and it's been way too easy, maybe we can change that measurement to increase those difficulties to bring us further to where we want to be. If it's too hard, we can adjust that measurement down to a spot that it works. But all in all, we're really just increasing, you know, our thoughts, our planning about the goal setting. So to flash back to the, um, to the, the tackling example. So I want to be the best tackler that have the most tackles in my football league. So first, what I would do maybe is when we're making goals, we also don't want to make them dependent on other people or other people's efforts. And in the wording of that one, I want to be, you know, the best tackler or have the most tackles in my football league. We're inherently opening up ourselves to other people influencing whether we achieve that goal or not, because it's not measured. Now, what I could say is, well, if let's say we have a 12 game season, I mean, if I can get 150 tackles, it's likely that I'm going to be the number one by a good bit. Okay, so maybe that's my goal. This season, I want 150 tackles. Okay, so let's let's back up. So let's move back to the, the first example, right? Um, I want to be, I want to have the most tackles in my football league versus I want to have 150 tackles by year end. Which of those goals is more specific? Which one of those goals is more measurable? Which one of those goals will you know more often than not if you're moving towards that achievement or if you have or have not achieved it? Right. For that first example, up until the last game of the year, you got to be checking your phone. You got to be checking stats. The second goal of just having 150 tackles in a season, you're able to self monitor pretty well. And you can be like, hey, I'm falling behind. I need to pick it up. Or, hey, I'm on track here. Let's keep on going. What we're doing, what I'm doing is working. It's, it allows you not only to check in on yourself, but it allows you to know if you're making progress in your goal. And again, this whole show is about feeling lost but not having a direction. We're two steps into goal making. We already feel like we have more of a direction and more of a way to confirm if we're making progress in that direction. Okay, so specific, measurable, you guys get it, right? If you don't, send me an email. I don't know. Yell yell at the door. I'll I'll be there soon. I don't know. Uh, Number three, attainable. The A in SMART, attainable. Our goals need to be attainable, right? I can't say I want to have 250 tackles in 12 games because that's just not going to happen, right? I want to have a million dollars in five years. Well, how much do you have in savings? I I don't. I I just have a car loan. Okay, well, that's not going to happen unless, you know, something drastic changes outside of your control, right? When we're making these unattainable, lofty, idealistic goals for ourselves. Well, it can be nice to, you know, have something that you're working towards because if you aim for the stars or or if you shoot for the moon, you're going to aim for the stars. That's all well and good, but I think it does more detriment than not to continually fall short of your goal because you've made it too lofty, too unattainable. And I think that that has more of an of an effect on 
your effort moving forward with continued goal setting and just endurance and and like trying to achieve your goals. If you're not attainable, you're really doing yourself a disservice. And honestly, wasting time at, at the end of the day. Like I said, we we can make an effort and end up moving forward in some way without really trying, because that's us as humans. We unintentionally stumble into progress many times. But if we can be a if we can make sure our goal is attainable along with being specific and measured, again. We're just making sure that we're not setting ourselves up for some pie in the sky dream. This is actually attainable. And if I, you know, if I channel my efforts accordingly, I can do this. There's a bit of power in that. All right. If I say 250 tackles in 12 games, I don't know if that, you know, for some people that may not really compute. I mean, if you have 10 tackles in a game, that's incredible. So if you have 120 tackles in a season, that's a very, very good season. If I 250 tackles. I don't even know how many tackles a game that would be. So it, it it's unattainable unless you're an absolute freak of nature and break all the records. Um, but at least, <laughs> at least, you know, maybe that's just the obvious is, Hey, let's, let's fact check our goals. Let's, let's make sure that we're not trying to set ourselves up for failure by not giving ourselves an attainable goal. And I think this also shows a bit And, you know, some of the black and white perfectionist type thinking, right, is when left to our own devices, we can set these goals, these inherent goals, these unspoken goals to be perfect, to be infallible, to not have any faults, to do these things. Either way, that perfectionism can shine. (laughs) So if we can be attainable, specific, measurable, we can start to counteract some of that perfectionism that ingrained I'm not good enough ism and really make progress in the areas that we want to make progress in. Either way, number four in SMART goals, we've got specific, measurable, attainable, and number four, the R, relevant. Relevant. If I'm trying to make a goal that's football related, then... I want to make sure that my goal is going to be relevant to my football success, right? So for the tackle example, what would 150 tackles in a season do for me? Well, it's likely if I had that, that I would be the highest tackler. And if that's likely, then it's likely that I could be in line for some kind of an award for at the end of the year. I'm not sure. On top of that, if I'm in high school, maybe that's leading me more towards getting scholarships, taking that next step towards playing college or university football. Or, you know, maybe the goal is just to have a championship run as a football team. And I know if I do my part by getting 150 tackles in 12 games, then yeah, that's going to be relevant to what I want to achieve. We're going to get a championship. I I might take the next step forward. That's all great. But we can also set these goals that are a bit irrelevant, (laughs) to say the least. Um, You 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 can see it almost in the gym the most, is we have these tools to increase our cardiovascular endurance to increase our strength, our muscle density, our bone density. We have these tools that can make us stronger, 
faster, better. Yet some people's entire goal when they enter the gym, not saying this is bad because I was there, I, I was this person, is the entire reason I'm in the gym, my goal while I'm there is almost to punish myself for not being perfect, for not living up to my own standards, and to berate myself in the mirrors of how imperfect I look and how I want to be different. And if my goal in going to the gym is to be someone else or to change you know everything that I don't like about myself that's not really specific that's not measurable that's not truly attainable and I don't think it's really relevant to what the goal really is right if the goal is to be healthy if the goal is to lose weight if the goal is to be athletic then let's set those relevant goals that are actually going to bring us there, not just have us get sad, <laughs> right? A, a, a relevant goal for that would be, okay, well, I'm going to go to the gym four times this week. You know, I, I, I've been going two, which has been great. I've been trying to add a third. If I go four times a week, there's a good chance that I'm going to be in the gym enough that I'm going to start to see real changes in my body composition, my endurance, my strength, all that. And maybe that another relevant goal would be while I'm in the gym, I want to make sure that I'm spending at least 60 minutes in active work, not just on my phone on a machine or something like that, right? Like we can make our goals more relevant. It's just sometimes hard to know what relevant is, right? And that's why I threw the first being specific, measurable, attainable. It can help us find that relevancy. But for this step here, it's really about just really analyzing your ambitions and why you're doing this and to make sure that the goals that you're setting are lined up with what you truly want to achieve. Okay, so that's four in SMART goals. We got specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and number five, the T, time bound. We can't give these goals forever and ever to achieve because I don't know if you're like this, but I know I'm like this. If I don't have a deadline, or if there's no, it's a little bit of, I don't know, je ne sais quoi, that stress, that little, that little, mm, I should do something. If we didn't have that, yeah, man, life would be so different. <laughs> if there wasn't that little catalyst, that, that little pressure that, that causes us action. I mean, I'm going to go into something really, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it out and then I'm going to bring it back and we're going to wrap it up. I swear. Okay. <laughs> So I know for me, something that I guess through COVID and I mean, before that as well, if I'm giving myself the benefit of the doubt is, you know, coming to terms with the fact that, hey, I'm going to die someday. I'm not going to be here forever and ever, right? My life is time bound. I don't have infinite amount of days to achieve what I want to achieve. I have today, right here, right now. And that's all I truly have. The next moment is not guaranteed. I could have a heart attack right now on the mic and, and blah, blah, blah. Wouldn't like that. But that's a reality. So when we're making our goals, we can't just be giving ourselves forever and ever to achieve them because we may not have that oomph to achieve it. Or again, make it more measurable by having a time component to know 
how fast or how how long I have to achieve this goal. Right. So let, let's go into it and we're going to see how these kind of play off each other as well. So to come back to our, our example, I want to have 150 tackles in our football season to kind of lead to the fact that I want to be the best football player, the, be, the best defensive football player. I want as many tackles as I can. I want to lead in tackles. To do that, I'm going to have 150 tackles. Okay, so what's the time bound in that? Well, I said this season. So the time for that would be in 12 games. In 12 games, I want 150 tackles. That's specific. That's measurable. That's attainable. If you know you're, uh, if you were that kind of a player, uh, that's relevant, and that's time bound. That's a good goal. That's a good goal. You see, we can also set these unrealistic goals for ourselves of, oh, I'm gonna lose 40 pounds in a month. That's not gonna happen. Two months, mm, probably not. Three. If you do it, the changes probably aren't sustainable or healthy, right? If if your goal, if your main goal is to lose weight, I would encourage you. Yeah, I, I've been there. I've been there. I, I've been there. I would personally encourage you to maybe just shift that goal slightly, one to something where you're more focused on your self-care, your self-love, your relationship with yourself. And two, something more where you're just simply building athletic and building strength and endurance and oxytocin and all the good benefits that come from exercise. Just focusing on building that. Because when we're trying to get rid of something that we don't like, the easiest way to do that is to add something else in so the negative naturally falls away. Okay, back off my my uh, my horse there. Yeah, time bound. We got to make sure that our things are realistic, right? We can't be giving ourselves too short or no timeline at all, right? Give yourself a specific and relevant and measurable and attainable time bound goal. See, it all comes back. It all interlaces. And yeah, um, honestly, I don't need to belabor the point. I think that's pretty clear. But again, it can be hard to be in that goal mindset, that um, that place where we're going to be taking these active steps to these goals when, hey, we're in survival mode. We're just trying to get through to the next day. That's not easy. And, and we've been through a lot this last year and a half. And I know for myself, too, right, is there was many months where I was giving myself the benefit of the doubt. Well, we've never been through this as humans. Um, you know, this has been a very difficult time. No one's really giving you a blueprint on how to achieve this or how to survive this. And I think survive is the main word for a lot of us is we're just hanging on until we get some sense of normalcy or, or what have you. But what I've noticed over the last couple months here is things don't change until you start changing, <laughs> until you start doing it. And we're at that stage for me. I think where I need to be my own catalyst. I want to be my own catalyst. Right? I want to have goals. I don't want to feel lost. I don't want to feel bound to, you know, a survival mode, a stressful place. I want to achieve. I want to prosper. I want to grow. I want to be the best human that I can be 
in the time that I have left. And the more specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and bound to time that I can be in these goals, the better chance I have of achieving them and the better chance I have of being the human that I want to be. Woo! Cool. All right, that's it for me. Hope you have a great week. I uh, got to get ready for work here. So um, have a great one. Like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Go find your way. Go. Ugh, made it 30 minutes. And then I sort of fumbled it over myself. Okay. Go find yourself a way to show yourself some love today. And know that we got this. Let's go. Bye-bye.